Hello all, welcome to the Lunar Sea Spire Steven Universe Fan Podcast. This is episode 202, and today I'll be talking about the teaser for the Steven Universe movie. I'm GC13. And I'm David. Like, when they say teaser, they mean, they mean teaser. This is 19 seconds of not saying a whole lot, but... <laughs> I mean, they knew what they were doing when they put this together. I'll give them props for that. Yeah, if there was ever a question of if they liked taunting us with the minimal information, this definitely proves that the Kruniverse has no problem with withholding everything. Oh, but I I so want to see more, and I think that's its job. There's, I mean, basically everything is, is a big question mark. It, just the fact that there's even a movie, it wasn't something I was expecting or demanding. Well, there was a, there were rumors. Yeah, it was going around the message boards. But I just wouldn't have ever predicted with the nature of what Steven Universe is that it would have a TV movie, except for something a la Avatar, where it's just like the finale or something. This is interesting because it seems to be in the same mode of like the video games, where it's sort of like a side story. And that's a little different for Steven Universe to spend a whole, you know, potentially hour on something tangential to the storyline. I mean, hopefully more than an hour, but I I don't know if they've told us how long it is. Yeah, well, with like these types of TV specials, I don't know. I hadn't looked at what Cartoon Network's historical movie lengths are. I was just thinking that it would just be kind of like a four length episode, maybe only hitting the 44 minute mark. It'd be really cool if it was actually like a movie length and not just like kids TV cartoon movie length. I mean, if it's actually like a full hour and a half of content and airs over like two hours, that'd be impressive. Yeah, it would be nice. It would be really nice if they could get it into a two hour time slot. But if they could get it out to just a 90 minute time slot, that'd still be 66 minutes of Steven for us. Which is bigger than a bomb. <laughs> well, unless that bomb happens to have a two-parter in it, like Heart yeah. of the Crystal Gems did. Yeah. Speaking of hearts, I mean, what what is displayed prominently in this teaser? That heart theme is in sort of contrast to, we're so used to the star symbology in the show. I kept wondering what that means for our villain or what else it could mean <laughs> what else are all these hearts suggesting i mean i'm just looking at the face of the villain in the thumbnail of the video right now and at least i'm assuming it's the villain that really looks like onion it really does onion with the i don't even know what those are called the dealies on the hair the big big hair buns dual pigtails yeah whatever you want to call them that that the face is onion like, and I cannot think of anything more horrifying for a gem creature to take the face of. That would be unbelievable if the movie was like <laughs> something taking the form of half onion, half itself in some weird corrupted state or a fusion with onion that <laughs> sucked him in and wouldn't let him out and preyed on his most evil aspects. Or plot twist, onion wouldn't let it out. Oh my god. <laughs> Once he experienced the power. Hey, we've already seen how power can go to his head. Yeah. I mean, I, I love that. I love that scene. That whole scene from Onion Trade with the scooter and the hand grasping. <laughs> I mean, the kid was shooting 
vehicle that that's probably one of the most i loved that in early steven universe actually seeing him shoot the the full weight of those cars and the way garnet was dealing with them like that felt like such an incredible like you could feel the weight of those cars <laughs> in that little action moment and it was like he was able to replicate them so fast you're like dude onion you do not know what you're messing with but yeah ignoring the fact that it's probably probably not onion let, let's just move down I can also make out uh, what looks to be a heart gem very high up, uh, actually very close to the neck. Yeah, it would make sense that this villain's gem is is definitely heart-shaped. I don't know what to make of that if the gem shape has anything to do with her nature. We haven't really seen, besides the diamonds, any of the shapes of gems really matter towards uh what they were except you know lapises as a teardrop sort of matters for her bismuths is very roughly suggestive of well not i guess a hearth or um you know a place to make weapons because people were speculating about that with her gem shape before so i don't know what this could mean for this character Mm, i don't know but I've, i've said it before and i'm gonna say it say it now in one of our episodes i would be completely not surprised at all by this movie tying in with the Harmony miniseries that's about to come out. Uh, Actually, this Wednesday on the first, the first issue of that comes out because that really looks an awful lot like a Harmony core uh, from the from the comic preview. That'd be crazy if the comics actually tied in with something happening in the show. But that seems like a really risky move to make to tie into something that you know probably most people don't ever see i mean it's a red heart-shaped gem with the uh, little triangle facets running around the edges i mean it's it would be uncanny for them to have a movie heavily feature this and then for the miniseries to heavily feature this exact same imagery and for these to be completely unrelated events Hmm. that would just be wild the comics have always existed in that weird second level canon place too, so I don't know. That'd be new territory. Maybe, maybe this will be an example of one of those times where they decide to ascend the comics into actual canon. Yeah. Well, there's always, you know, if they did that with like the games too, where like suddenly Squaredot shows up <laughs> or something. I want to see Hessianite. Everyone wants to see Hessianite. Yeah, that, you know, that's the thing that I felt about this movie is like, is the villain going to be the same as the, as Save the Light where, you know, it's just kind of contained within the the media that it's in? Like, how does this story fit in with where Steven Universe is when, you know, you just have this one off villain like Save the Light? You know, we were at a point in the show where we could kind of have her you know, do that, but then pretend like it didn't really happen in the actual, you know, in the actual show. Well, if this really is a Harmony Core activating, it's just the, it's just the same as any other time where a dangerous gem artifact activates and the crystal gems have to go take care of it. It's just, this is going to be a little bit more involved, uh, judging from the looks of it. Usually they take care of that kind of stuff off screen, like when they got the Wailing Stone. Do you think this will actually take place in the like chronology of steven universe like whatever the last episode is before the movie airs actually leads into the movie and the episode after this movie actually follows the events of the movie or do you think that they'll sort of place it a little outside the timeline well that depends if it is based off of 
the miniseries, then it would have to take place before now, because Sadie is still getting used to not having to get up early to go to the Big Donut. But if it doesn't, then yeah, I would probably expect this to take place in between. But, you know, based on the end of Legs from Here to Homeworld, I don't see, unless this is, you know, Steven runs into a not-so-friendly friend on Homeworld, which, don't get me wrong, would be really interesting uh, if they were to use the movie to explore his first, you know, real steps on Homeworld as whatever the heck White has brought him there as. Um, guest, prisoner, maybe a little bit of both. Yeah, the circumstances for this sort of traditional crystal gems versus an enemy, the, uh, where we are now and like dealing with Homeworld, I just, it would feel so weird for them to, you know, jettison back to Beach City and deal with, you know, just some, what now feels like a very minor threat to Earth. Like, I just wonder where the gravity of the situation is going to come from, where... You know, we're dealing with like white diamond now, right? So what could possibly fill out this hour or longer threat for the crystal gems? Like, I'm incredibly interested to see what this comes from, <laughs> where this villain actually comes from, because she's probably not being, you know, normally our villains have taken orders from the diamonds, right? The highest authority. Would that be what what this gem is doing? Or is she rogue? What is her history? Uh, you know, we could get some interesting side paths in the story of the gems and the gem pyre that maybe is a little outside the diamond authority. I mean, I don't know. They, they could make a compelling episode about Steven, you know, trying to help Connie pass her classes despite having missed a whole bunch on this excursion to Homeworld. I'm not, <laughs> I'm not afraid of what are they going to make the stakes? Because this isn't Dragon Ball Z. You don't have to threaten to blow up the world 10 times instead of just five times <laughs> this time. Well, we've already threatened to blow up the world twice. So, you, you know. You, you can kind of slide that threat up and down as needed on Steven Universe. It's it's not a it's not a it's that kind of a show, I think. Yeah. We, we can have more grounded episodes. You know, they have, it's it's gotta be special for a movie. I mean, Connie could fail, like, the entire semester, David. I, I don't know, I don't <laughs> know what stakes could be higher. That's very true. Well, you know, also, with it being the Steven Universe, you know, Steven Universe the movie, it seems like just taking that hour or longer to focus on something external would be a missed opportunity if, you know, I, I'm imagining this movie is gonna also dig somewhere i mean i felt like the show's already explodes explored so much of the crystal gems and steven but i'm wondering what opportunity they want to take here with this much time are we going to go somewhere new into understanding the crystal gems or or deepening steven or under some understanding something new about him does this take steven somewhere new or you know what are they going to do that goes above and beyond just having regular episodes? What are they actually going to do with this format besides just a longer story? I'm interested to know what they were looking to achieve besides just we have more time to make an episode, you know? I mean, we've we've asked for them to take more time on their episodes uh, enough that I think that them just having a longer episode is fine, but I, I don't expect them to go too grand with this, because if this is like the Steven Universe movie, part of me thinks that their instinct would be to make this more accessible, like this this could be someone's introduction mm -hmm. into the show itself. I, I think they're going to try to go for a broader appeal of that, try to use the movie to get people into the show rather than make the movie just for people who are already into it. Yeah. It seems like the smart move anyway. 
Well, the tough part about that is, is that we're so far into the show now that if we got something that had to appeal that broadly, that means we're missing so many of, you know, that that, that there's some re-explanation that has to happen of these characters and stuff. And I'd hate to see time in the movie wasted on just like, you know, if, if you have to write it such that someone coming in doesn't already really know who Garnet is or know who Pearl is, and you sort of have to have enough exposition just for that. You know, how much can this appeal to newcomers versus existing people? Go back and watch Gem Glow. I think they're going to do that again. I mean, if, if you watch it with an eye for the exposition, it's like really heavy handed. This scene exists so that you can see what this character is like. But yeah, it does a pretty good job of introducing the characters to you while seeming fun. So I, I expect to have a, a, sh- a shot like that. Yeah, it's just so different for the show. When I think about like the cartoons I watched as a kid, they got movies like Fairly Odd Parents movie didn't need, you know, it was fine if there was just repetition of stuff because every episode was a repetition or, <laughs> you know, even like I-, I just recently gone and watched like the Hey Arnold movie that they had released for longtime fans. But even then, you know, like each one of those episodes is self-contained. So when a movie comes along, the Powerpuff Girls movie, which actually made it into theaters, like, yeah, people who never watched the series before could go in and watch those and enjoy it. But like if this is just a Powerpuff Girls type situation where, you know, it's just a new bigger threat in a longer form, like that just feels weird for Steven Universe. But I don't know. Yeah, you mentioned Powerpuff Girls getting into the theaters. I wish this one were in theaters, but yeah. unfortunately, TV only light like I was talking about, half an hour time slot versus a two hour time slot. Well, you got to get them commercial breaks in there. You know, they have to they had to have Teen Titans go to the movies first. So, oh, well, I had to, I had to test the waters, had to make sure it was safe for your champs. I know. I know. I mean. Think about Adventure Time, too. There were rumors swirling for so long that Adventure Time would get a theatrical debut. And ultimately, you know, even though it had several eight-part episode storylines, Adventure Time never had, if I'm correct on this, its own movie either. So this is sort of Cartoon Network loosening the reins a little, not not pouring big money into one of these story-driven shows again to go into theaters, but okay, giving them a little longer format. So I hope it goes well. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we, we can only hope at this point, but I mean, I guess next week we'll probably be talking about the first issue of the comic if everything goes well. So yeah. I think I think after that, we'll have a better idea of could this be tied into the Harmony miniseries again? I it would be really weird to have two things featuring big red crystal hearts yeah. and them have nothing to do with each other like that beggars belief. I mean, it would be a lot of fun if they did do that sort of just sneakily start introducing the concept in the comics and then fans, you know, speculate what it means for the movie you know that that could be really cool do you have any other like expectations for you for the movie Mm. like what would make it a good movie for you Hmm. what would make it a good movie for gc (laughs) i mean i kind of like the idea of steven being chased around on homeworld by some crazy malfunctioning barrel like that would be awesome i don't think that's what's going to happen but Ooh. i mean if they wanted to make that movie i would watch it yeah, I mean, if this took place a lot on Homeworld, that would be so fun to explore the planet for an hour because it seems like Steven's kind of trapped right there with White Diamond, and I don't know what excuse they'll have to just survey the planet. So actually putting him in a situation where it's completely foreign would be fun. Yeah, talking about a malfunctioning barrel, we've never seen an off-color that we weren't meant to like, right? I mean, wouldn't it be great for them to finally show us an off-color that... <laughs> 
Okay, just because the homeworld considers them wrong don't mean you should consider them right. I mean, I feel like the gem we've ever seen closest to just being straight up evil <laughs> is like maybe Aquamarine. Like this kind of, that kind of yeah. wicked laugh to me is closest to that. Besides, you know, okay, we just saw White Diamond and she doesn't look very, oh, you know, yeah. redeeming right now, but... But yeah, murderous Morganite, that would be fun. <laughs> Anything else to say? I did see some speculation about you can just barely, just like people were trying to make out what the villain looked like, the outfits that the crystal gems had in that heart gem. Could you tell if they looked like their old outfits in any way? I saw I saw some speculation that what if this took place a little earlier in the timeline or had some more flashbacks? I don't know how that would really work out, but it would be interesting if this was a uh, problem from the past where we dealt with both flashbacks from the past and the threat in the present. Mm. Uh, it looks like Amethyst has her shoulder straps even, so this would be after the events with Jasper, at least. Mm-hmm. Although it doesn't look white, so I don't yeah, know. Yeah, unless she's already reformed again <laughs> later on in the series and we accidentally, without knowing it, got a sneak peek of another slightly different reformation. But uh, yeah, I'm not I'm not sure if we can read into that. Mm, don't know, maybe. <laughs> Might be a stretch. I mean when I honestly when I saw it, I just thought they were just like almost like stock images, not like yeah. anything actually taken from the movie. Yeah, I don't think that they would give us a reformation in the movie. That would be one way to raise the stakes though. I mean mm-hmm. poof amethyst again. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Might have amethyst. to poof pearl. It's been a while for her. Oh, someone who could poof Pearl. I mean, unless Pearl wasn't expecting it, that would prove you as a really good fighter. Yeah. Pearl is quite handy with a blade or two. Yeah, just don't make her fight herself. (sighs) She hates fighting her. So, yeah, I guess the only other thing I am excited about is I'm always excited for the music to take new directions. And I loved the theme playing for this teaser. Just it was so trippy and almost had a quality of like something being played backwards. Yeah, but then if you play it backwards, it doesn't make any more sense. Trust no, me, I tried. <laughs> I'm glad you went that far. Although it does, I do like it better with it, uh, with the way the set, the, the sounds go down nice and naturally when you play it in reverse. Hmm. It's a little, little bit, rather than going up, it's more unsettling when you play it the way they intended. Yeah. So it, I, I love the music being weird. I already think it's going to be weird in the upcoming season being more on Homeworld, you know, just like, I, well, this is another thing I didn't mention with, you know, the music. I'm wondering if the production quality in general is increased on the movie, whether the music, but also the animation, if they're going to, you know, will they improve their shadow work? Will they try to take more interesting composition? I don't know. Mm-hmm. Oh, no, I'm, I'm kind of hoping it just looks like a really long episode. I, I don't want the I don't want it to look any different. Yeah, that's true. If it looks too distinct, then it's kind of like contributes to that feeling of not belonging. <laughs> yeah, very, very uncanny valley, except not a valley. But uncanny. (laughs) Anyway, that's been us talking about the, what was it, 19 second (laughs) teaser for the Steven Universe movie. I think we got a little bit of a little bit of material out of that. But join us next week where, uh, barring any unforeseen circumstances, we'll probably be talking about the first issue of the new comic. Until then, I'm GC13. And I'm David. Don't forget to leave us a review on iTunes. Later, everybody. Our opening and closing music is by James Roach. 
For more Steven Universe fan-related content, please visit LunarCSpire.com. Thank you for listening.